Hello, everyone, and welcome to Good Hang, episode 59. We're almost at 60. Ten more until we can just make that the whole episode, just joking about the number of episodes. jokes. It's going to be so good. I Look out for wait. it. I'm writing all my puns right now. September 2016, right? Ish? Is it? Must be. Ten episodes from Maybe now. Maybe October. Shit. Fuck, and then 2016 will be over, and it's ridiculous. Cocktober. <laughs> getting started already vagina November <laughs> what anyway guys this is a great episode uh, Nathan's getting ready to run off to China so we made this one before he left we talk about what we've been up to this week including Nathan's birthday yay which by the way his birthday coincided with the birthday of our Instagram account follow us at Good Hang Podcast we talk about that we talk about uh, my love for all things escape room and bowling because having fun like a child is the best thing ever having fun outdoors is always nice as opposed to you know I was like never, neither of those things are outdoors though well technically they're out of your house out of your house yeah that's different having fun in public settings can indeed be fun. yeah can be indeed. fun indeed can be fun indeed um, uh, we talk a little bit about uh, you just mentioned all those things I don't know why I went on we played a game <laughs> no 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 we read your shit I'm sorry memory we, we read your shit uh, we had a bunch of really sweet messages through the website and email uh, we opened a very very sweet present it's um, the greatest thing I've ever gotten in my life it's 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 something uh, we'll be posting pictures of it of course on the show notes check that out and then we play a bit of a game in honor of Harry Potter Harry Potter Harry Potter's birthday um, is uh, it falls on t- today the day that we're recording we're recording the, on the 31st of July the boy who lived started living on this day exactly. 40 years ago or whatever it is exactly so uh, we pay tribute to the potheads out there and uh, do a little bit of a quiz play along if you don't get a perfect score you're probably a loser or not a virgin Yeah, or John or he, me he didn't get a perfect score I didn't get a perfect score but <laughs> I still think it th- 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 has an asterisk because Nathan fucked it up I think somehow I mean but you gotta you gotta be fair that it's a big jump between four anyway whatever <laughs> play along Potterheads we, we go on to the news and we cover a little bit about um, some very crazy people that are jumping off of planes yeah and some gay people who get stuff named after them it's quite nice and speaking about having fun in public settings we go back to our I guess regular segment now Pokemon Pokemon Go uh, we talk a little bit about what that's what the different waves that it's making in the world this yeah. week I think we're gonna call it Pokemon Go no does yeah. that work I guess I mean I, I feel like I feel like we can do better that's okay, like a, we'll that's like a 6.5 alright that's going up on the drawing board we're gonna work on it uh, right. we also talk about a scam that is sweeping the nation of Singapore why are people doing these things people you, look if someone asks for your money and doesn't give you anything in return it's probably a bad deal for you unless it's the government asking for tax yeah in which case, you get roads and stuff. So. Yeah, and, and schools. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess to that, you know, be careful, old people and parents and, and grandparents and everywhere out there. Just Google it. You can just Google it. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, another episode. Uh, until then, enjoy this one. Uh, cheer for Nathan in China. Go, Nathan. Yeah. Uh, and I will see you when I see you. That's a weird way to bookend. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Love you. Take care. Enjoy the episode. Episode 59 coming to your earballs right now. Your whole How are you spending your Harry Potter's birthday day? Uh, by recording a podcast with you, brother. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't have. Everyone knows Harry Potter's birthday day is the day of rest. 
That's true. It is the day of the wizarding Sabbath. You think it's like kind of like the day that um, like you kids who lost you their can't... parents at childbirth, oh. <laughs> or like when they were babies, like really reflect. Yeah. Uh, was he lost in childbirth? No, he wasn't. He wasn't lost in childbirth but yeah. when he was a baby. All right. No, I was thinking more so like you're not allowed to lift your wand. Mm. You know? That's tough. Yeah. You're not allowed to lift your wand. Uh, you can't. Um, if you wanted to get anything done, you need to get it done through owl. Via owl? Via yeah. owl. <clears throat> like, you know those really strict Jews? Like the ones that prepare things before the day of Sabbath? Have you heard of this? yeah, yeah. Yeah, they so don't like do anything. Yeah, there's like a there's like a good fraction of Jews, maybe not good, but like decent fraction of Jews. Um, they take the Sabbath day very seriously, yeah, a day of rest on Sunday. So they're not allowed to exert any kind of like force, except look, for maybe walking around their house. They look like the zoos, the sloths in Zootopia. Yeah, it's crazy. Like they will pre-unroll toilet paper because but technically that pull- I did not know. Yeah, dude, they will pre-unroll toilet paper because technically pulling and pushing of anything is like consider it work they leave all their doors open um if they want to get like say they want to cook a meal they'll just find someone else to do it um that's a bit much they, the yeah, a bit much it's crazy like i i it's probably not a good fraction but like a decent number of them like you think if um a woman starts to give birth <laughs> she'll stop stop because, pushing stop pushing wait give it like 18 wait. hours <laughs> Because the Sabbath starts on Saturday too, so it's like I have no idea what time the Sabbath hours. starts. Pretty sure it's the whole weekend, or is it just Sunday? Or is I think it the whole it's weekend? just Sunday, huh? Mm-hmm. So, like, I know in very Jewish neighborhoods, yeah, sometimes like there's like a token like non-Jew that stays in the neighborhood, and he like earns a good amount of cash. That's a on good Sundays. idea. On Sundays, you know, he's like human Uber. He's their gentile. He's, he's the gentle gentile. He's the helper. official gentle gentile. He's the helper. Yeah, man. You think um, he like wipes people's asses? Oh, see, that's the thing I'm unclear about. Are they allowed to wipe their own asses? Hmm. I mean, if if it's a verb thing, I think wipe is a pretty jobby verb. Uh, it does. You do need to exert a fair amount hmm. of force before you, you 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 wipe the butt. Yeah, I don't know. Can someone out there just Google? Do Jews have to wipe their butt during Sabbath? Do their butts just stay dirty the whole? And then good luck with the. <laughs> security people looking through your google history <laughs> <laughs> hey there everybody welcome to episode 68 68 68 no is it 51 oh i'm so sorry no what <laughs> i don't <laughs> i thought you were joking you really no, don't dude, know do I, you uh, 58 right 59 59 i'm yeah. so sorry wow and I got excited there. I was like, ooh, next episode is 69. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. We'll keep that going for a couple more months. Keep that going for a few more months. Yeah, that excitement going for you. Yep. Um, the big 69. Uh, but hey, welcome to episode number 59. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name's Nathan. I'm John. This is Good Hang Podcast, the show where we talk about anything and everything. But today, we've got a lot in store for you. Ooh, this one's chock- chocked full of stuff. It's chocked full of stuff. We've got some gifts to open. We've got some questions to... No, some things to answer. Uh, we got some news, we got a cool little game, and all of this on the Harry Potter Wizard Sabbath. Yeah. But before we get into all that, Nathan, what you been up to? When you see your bud and want to know what's new, you just gotta ask, what you been up to? So... Last week, we had our guest, Dwayne Tan. Mm-hmm. I completely forgot that the episode was going to be released on my birthday. On your birthday. 
Yeah, so I didn't make a note to uh, kind of bring that up in any way. I also generally don't like celebrating my birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's cool, you know, like gather some friends together, go out for dinner or whatever. But I generally just never plan anything for my basically, birthday. Basically, exactly what we... So basically, this year's birthday was like the best birthday ever then. This year's birthday was pretty intense because... <laughs> okay, so I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not one to organize things. I'm not one to nope. like do big parties. I just don't like it when like... I'm the central focus of things. <laughs> Probably why I didn't market my concert that much. But, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, this is why marketing people exist. But uh, I was I was surprised on my birthday day, on the day before my birthday, and it was pretty freaking intense. So a uh, friend of the show slash friend of ours, here's he, um, took me out to go to the gym, open inverted commas. And then he, under the guise of, say, I, I think he... he he told a really flimsy lie. <laughs> he told me, hey, we're going to go meet the SK2 people because we're looking for a male influencer to be part of the new campaign. Yeah. And I was pitching you for them. First of all, it didn't sound fishy in the beginning. But I thought about it. Wait, I know the SK2 people. I've met them before, independent of him. What's SK2? Uh, it's a skincare brand. Okay. So like, I would have heard if they wanted to meet me because <laughs> I know them. So this they would have told you directly. Yeah, so there's probably some kind of surprise, first of all. So I went along with it because I didn't want to let you know make him sad or anything <laughs> went along in the surprise you know followed him oh yes 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 you know uh, not suspicious at all walked into the restaurant where the meeting was supposed to take place and like fucking 20 people came out from <laughs> yeah. behind a curtain and i was surprised because i was fully expecting like just like four to five people max yeah like i was okay i was expecting here's he, yourself muna <laughs> carla and I don't know D. I don't know. I I truly had no idea. Like and I thought you had it was gonna, that times three. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was a lot of people, and I, my heart was exploding, and like, I couldn't quite collect myself. I was late, also by the way. I missed the surprise, which was annoying. Yeah. Well, I had work, but <laughs> if we did a rundown of everyone who was there, it would seem like we were just showing off. It's Basically, like, if that restaurant were to get bombed. Singapore's art scene would have been quiet for really like quiet. about five to six years. There'd be no more radio DJs, there'd be no musicians, <laughs> no comedians, no podcasters, no singer no songwriters. Um, it was my, fun. I'm- yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy. Like everyone, I mean, this picture's out there, but uh, a lot of people showed up and it was amazing. Uh, we went bowling after, which was um, the most fun I've had in a while. And yeah, uh, it was the noisiest bowling ever. I felt so obnoxious, but fuck it it's my birthday <laughs> <laughs> we were getting i think we we're getting dirty stares from people down the lanes from us yeah but we had like lanes one two and three and then four to seven were like empty and then the, the last couple were full so it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. we had a sound buffer we were very loud we were very there was loud a lot of shouting a lot of screaming a lot of a lot of uh hip thrusts yep um done in taunting fashion but you know there was a good chance that one or a couple sam willows could have lost a nose or mm, broken a toe or something yeah, there was some yeah. dangerous bowling going a lot on of dangerous bowling Dangerous. Uh, i did not condone it <laughs> but yeah anyway that was that super happy you know super surprised um uh next day had spent a nice dinner with my family and then my friend surprised me at home yeah uh I really don't like surprise. I mean, I like okay. I like it when they're like already happened, and you know everyone's together, and then that part the of moments the moments acti- leading yeah, up to it, though the, the activity of everyone being together and doing things. I like that. Yeah, but I just don't like surprises, man. I just don't like thinking that people plan shit on my behalf. Like it's just kind of like uh. I like that you don't like to plan shit. You don't like people to plan shit for you. You just yeah. want to be nothing. I just want to stay home and people just leave me alone. You know that just seems like a good time. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> like next year's birthday, I'm gonna preempt it and properly plan something so leave nathan alone so no no surprises but um 
yeah, that was the birthday. Uh, I'm 25 this year. Am I? I'm 25 this year. So if all things check out, uh, I should be dead by next year because 26 is that number that comes up every once in a while in my life. Ah. Uh. I, I'm either going to... Or the year after, because then you'll be the 27 club. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm either going to die at 26, or something really cool is going to happen. Yeah, I was going to say, like, why does it have to be something negative? Like, 26 yeah. comes all the time. Well, like, yeah, what yeah, if yeah. 26 is the year you finally impregnate someone? It could, it could be great, or it could... I finally what, someone? Impregnate someone? Oh, impregnate someone. Which could be good or bad. E- mm, I don't know if I'm ready to be a father. Yeah, you're never ready until you're ready. True that. You just haven't read that book, What to Expect When You're Expecting. Ah, I've, seen the, I've seen the movie, though. Oh, it was really bad, right? It was terrible. I haven't seen it, but... Yeah. It was terrible. I... It was... That was a rough one. Hmm. Is it, was it only Jennifer Lopez in it? I or think so. That sounds right. Like it was that. like a super cast. <laughs> no, Nikki, don't bark. That was loud. Don't bark, Nikki. That was loud and that was unexpected. A weird, that was a weird bark. Yeah, she yapped. It's, is there a ghost there? I, I don't know. It could be a ghost. Listeners, I'm sorry if you got shocked there, but that was my dog. I did. Not, I did. not the ghost dog in the bus. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. Okay. What you been up to, Jean? Pretty much the same thing, because I've, <laughs> I've been doing that. So like, here's he contacted me out of nowhere. Make sure you checked if we were if we were available. There was like a whole drama and stuff. It was really fun. But what I want to talk about is, yeah, because we went bowling. And just last night, we went escape room. And I just want to talk about the joys of fun things to do that are like kind of childlike. In, on the outside world. Yeah. yeah. Not but it, on the screen. But that's that's awesome too. But yeah. like it, the thing with Singapore, it's fun because it's like they people talk about it's a new country. There's not much fun stuff to do, but there's so much like artificial fun. Like New York, like for example, if you compare New York, New York is just like has like because of its society and it's and it's and it's like just its identity. There's so many things to do here, whereas Singapore, I feel, is always like trying to create fun and uh-huh. things to do. And you know, it's not so bad. It's not so bad at all. Um, I, I think. Like Singapore is underrated in terms of like oh people always say there's like there's nothing to do, I think that's mostly because the society seems so uptight mm-hmm. that like when you see like oh escape rooms trampoline parks you're like oh that's just try hard you know yeah that's the thing like a part of that's it. that's what it comes across as yeah but I don't know I always I always think it's a genuine attempt to try to like you know make our society a bit more like you know yeah happy but um and I, I will say specifically that. though escape rooms is one of my true. Um, joys in my life like i've done maybe like 25 now 30 maybe different oh, rooms hey and there. it's just so much fun it's it's like they were created for me it's like, it's like the <laughs> thematic element and the riddles and and the teamwork it's like it's like if there was a perfect thing to come up for with for john like some activity it would be escape, <laughs> escape rooms. rooms i, I escape dig it rooms. i want to do more i dig it escape rooms are fun they can also be very disappointing though yeah if you go to a bad one yeah like there are ones that really go all the way with production value mm-hmm. and collaterals and making sure everything <clears> is like, you know, at least they put some kind of effort into making it look yeah. like it belongs in that world. But then there's a good handful of them that they basically put you in a room yeah. that's locked. And then like, they just kind of set it in very, yeah, very sparse set dressing, not a lot going on there. Um, <clears throat> the one that comes to mind is the one at, um, uh, Orchard Central, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to give you guys a bad shout out, but oh yeah, <laughs> I've never been inside that one. But even from the outside, I'm like, this looks crappy. I remember trying that one and just being like, this is. That was my first escape room experience Ooh. as well, and I was like, this is basically a room with a bunch of posters printed on PowerPoint. 
No, man. But like, <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. But the opposite is like, you go to the one that's in um, the cafe and before they used to be at Bugus Plus and they went all out. Like you start out in a crypt and you break in through a thing and then you, t- you, you have to go down a slide, which is hidden in a coffin. Freeing SG, is it? I think so. I went to that one recently, did an Alice in Wonderland themed room. Nice. It was cool. Very, very well made. A little bit smaller, but very well made. Let me make sure we're getting the right one because I feel like they should, they deserve a positive yeah freeing sg that's right shout out shout out you guys are awesome keep doing what you do uh my favorite one is lost lost sg at park lane just because i've tried every story there <laughs> i've only done one i know i've done the jail one uh, alcatraz right. yeah, that's the only one i've done but it's good i've done all of them the narration like in the beginning when they do the introduction is so cringy with the but, animated like yeah but yeah. the games themselves are really fun good production value the technology freaking hell some of them blow my mind it'll be like Something will come up, and then I'll be like, oh, it can't be that. Like, that cannot possibly be the way to solve it. I totally mean, is. those are just lights. They're not motion sensor totally lasers. Totally is, man. They are motion sensor lasers. So just <laughs> it's a, crazy. Just a slight step back for those of you who really are, don't know about this. Escape rooms are basically... Um, Everyone knows that escape rooms Everyone are. knows what they're in Singapore. But like, you it's know, maybe, 2016. It's, you get locked in a room, and there's a series of riddles to get yourself out. And you have to use teamwork and amazing uh, riddle-solving abilities to get out. It is the greatest It's thing. basically it. saw minus razor blades inside your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Or chainsaws. Or pits full of needles. Oh, that's the worst one. That was oh, freaking terrible. When that, girl, when, when that girl from Becker Ugh. went into the pit with Ugh. syringes. Ooh, that was intense. Ooh. But anyway, yeah, that's what we've been up to. We have so much stuff to get through, so we, we're plowing right through today. Saw really fell downhill. The second one was... I don't remember the second one. The first three blew my mind. The first mm. one blew my mind. And I remember it was either the second or the third one, the one where the boy ended up being in the safe the entire time. That Ooh. blew my mind. I don't think I saw that one. Dude. How many are there? There's seven. Really? It's terrible. That's crazy. From four onwards, it gets confounding. <laughs> because, you know, okay, like the Saw trademark is not just the hyper-violent torture scenes. Mm-hmm. Not torture, but game scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also... Uh, the plot twist. There's always a plot twist at the end. There's always some kind of unexpected, like, ooh, I didn't floor. expect mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember the first three times, it blew my mind because all the first three had amazing plot twists. I think the third one was really the one for me when the boy ended up being in the safety entire time. I don't know time. that one. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that one. It's, it's, it's great. It's great. Um, from four to seven, I think there might be eight. I'm not sure because one of them was just called Saw 3D. I don't know which one it was. But... um. At some point, they started doing plot twists that would recall back to the second movie or the third movie. And I'm like, I watched this movie four years ago. I cannot remember what you guys are calling back. Like, you need to, like, lower your expectations a bit here. I'm not that invested in this series. What if you, like, go back and marathon them, though? You think it'd be worth it? Pro- I don't know. Because, like, they, they were weak movies to begin with. Like, the yeah. ones with the weird plot twists. Yeah. And then, like, they do the plot twist and it's like, oh, wait. That what? character was from like three movies ago and I can't <laughs> really remember him, but I guess it's a plot twist. I just remember being kind of confused. What's it, well, with, with Saw movies, it's like they have half the movie written for them before they go in. They have to like just design yeah, yeah, yeah. the torture-y, porny stuff. But then, Saw 1 really blew my mind. Saw 1 was great. Saw 1 blew my mind. I watched it, like I remember, on VCD and it had two <laughs> CDs because it was a longer movie. It was so... Like, it's just like... I mean, of course, the cringy violence was terrible mm-hmm. and borderline traumatic but the plot twist and the storytelling and the reveal it was like what <laughs> guys saw check out that movie if you haven't seen it it's not scary i promise not really good hang recommends it <laughs> all right uh let's go on to the 
next segment where we read the shit that comes in through your buttholes and into our ears and out of our mouths. Yay! Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you wanna say. All you do is ask, cause we read your shit. Oh man, we have so much stuff to get to. Like, you got presents over there, I've got like a bunch of messages I wanna read out. What should we start with? Let's read the messages first. We've got a couple, yeah. Maybe we'll we'll read a couple, then open them, and then we'll... Okay, sure. <clears throat> we'll pace it. So, yes, we've been getting quite a lot of emails lately, or submissions on our website. Emails. And they were all marked as okay to read on, read on air, so let's do it. I have not seen any of this because I've not been keeping up with social media, so I'm about to be as surprised or delighted as you are. Fair enough. This is from I Wanna Be On Heyo. What? That's the person's name. I want to be on Heyo. What's Heyo? Wait, I, let me read this right. I want to be on Heyo. Or I, I want to be anon. I want to be anonymous. Too bad. Uh, <laughs> it looks like I want to be I want to be on Heyo. <laughs> All right. She's uh, he or she says, "Hey, you guys made my day." Hello, John and Nathan. I just want to tell you that I really love your show. It's amazing. I'm having a hard time today. I turn your podcast and I feel so much better. Dealing with the irresponsible teammates for my final year project really sucks. I was feeling with so much negative vibes and hate. I have been feeling really stressed and dealing with the people and sigh. I just can't feel straight. Think straight. Uh, I was feeling so tired, depressed and all. I just can't feel straight. I can't feel straight, man. I can't feel straight. I feel gay. Can't stop sucking those dicks in my mouth. <laughs> uh, I just want to say you guys made my day a hundred times better. Thank you. My mood really lifted and feels so much better. Have a great day. Aww. You're welcome, Bean on Heyo. Thank you, Bean on Heyo. Um, I mean, uh, I think what podcasts offer that's slightly different from music okay, like music offers with familiarity like you know sometimes when I'm going through tougher times or like you know if I just want to get into a certain mood I'll listen to familiar music <clears throat> like old songs that I heard before that really made my heart sing and there's a therapy in that but I feel like the podcast what it offers is just like um how do you say this like no strings attached companionship yeah you know like oh, the string being that you can't you can't Oh, really yeah, talk yeah, yeah. people. I mean, it's a you very, can message us. It's a very one-sided relationship with the occasional communication. But um, for the most part, I just like that there is something or someone or some people that I can just listen to and talk and and show me their worldview because sometimes my world doesn't make that much sense. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to just listen to people just like shoot the shit because yeah. for for those cu- couple of minutes or hours or whatever it is, your problems just kind of take a back seat for a bit i can't say like i i truly think about my problems when i listen to podcasts they're very just kind of engaging like i'm just listening to, to facts and totally. stories so my problems just take a back seat for a while which is you know nice when you yeah. need some respite it's so, good yeah, it's good it's, it's almost you, yeah meditative it's like i don't have to think i just receive kind yeah of yeah yeah so yeah <clears throat> thank you being on heyo all right i'm gonna read one more and we're gonna touch about what you were saying about the power of podcasts in the third message but for now here we go. Uh, this is from Pikachu. Pikachu. You, Pikachu. You, 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 you. Lots of yous. Okay. Uh, happy birthday, Nathan, is the subject. Thank uh, you, like Pikachu. the subject suggests, happy birthday, Nathan. Oh, no, you're getting older. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, just kidding, but have a good one. Uh, God bless you. Uh, I really want to tweet slash Instagram you a picture of my birthday card wishes to you, but I'm too shy. Ha, ha, ha. And you probably won't see it because your social media is flooded with new people. So here I am. So happy birthday, Nathan. I hope you he- I hope to hear you live again. I hope to hear you live again. I hope to hear you live again. Oh. It's like a death threat. Oh, my God. No, it's live. I hope to hear you live again. Host another concert soon? 
Is it? Mine's yeah, not. yours has more you of you on it. Mine has more of me on oh, it. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, I'm going to put my phone case on now because, you know, shout out. Thank you for the gift, Brian. Yep, we're going to put that. Very consistent with your gift giving and always up in the game. Boom! And we're super grateful for that. It's a good hang. It says right there. I don't know how to put phone cases on. This phones. is so great. I feel like this doesn't protect my phone as well as my other one, but I don't even really care. I don't know how to put phone cases on phones. You just snap it. Son of a... You just snap it in place. Why do I feel like it's not meant for my phone? It's like exploding out of the case. Barry, man, you went above and beyond. This is amazing. Hey, all right. Okay, we'll take a picture of the phone cases later. Um, I don't know what with because we don't have a camera. Yeah, that... So that'll be a bit that, of a dilemma. Yeah, that's true. But um, we'll figure it out. But thank you for that. That is awesome. And I love these socks. I'm definitely going to wear these socks. I'll wear these socks too. Cool. Thank you very much, Brian. Thank you. Um, all right. Do we have one more thing to read? Photos in the show notes. Uh, yes. This one's quite a long one, so strap in. But it's Whoa. a really, really sweet one. Uh, this is from... Uh, yeah, Joyce. Her name's Joyce. Okay. Dear Nathan and John. Simple. Yeah. A new independent listener is the subject. Uh, I am a new independent listener to the Good Hang podcast, and honestly, as opposed to the organized listeners. Yeah. The unions. The dependent listeners. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. The listening union. Uh, I'm really thankful for the whole series of podcasts. Apologies, John. This message is more for Nathan, but please continue recording the Good Hang podcast because you're really funny. Thanks. May I think I will. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Nathan now. Like, seriously, I bought electricity from iTunes. Thank, Thank you. you. And it's been on repeat for days. I can't wait for your new single and EP to be released. Any update on that, by the way, Nathan? Oh, yeah. The new song's coming out sometime in August, and the rest of it's coming out later. So long. The reason why I'm such a huge fan is because, firstly, you look super cute, and you're the type of guy I would totally, I would totally go for. Super I'm not cute. trying to creep. I'm not trying to creep you out here. Honestly, I'm just saying what I feel. That's cool, babe. Say your truth. It's all good. <laughs> Secondly, your music is really good. Order priorities. Uh, please continue making music. Thirdly, I've been going through so many things recently, and I'm really bothered by everything. Mostly by friend problems in school, during group work. I just feel like I'm so tired of socializing, try to be accepted by what society thinks we should be, and sometimes I just feel like I'm really not a good, uh, good enough person to be existing. Hmm. I'm so bothered to the extent that I'm just distancing myself from as many social media as I can, and for now, I can be away from my phone for the whole day without being bothered in anything. Except calls from parents. Lol. Yeah, that's... Hmm. Uh, <coughs> and... I totally feel what Nathan feels about the overusing of social media nowadays. But y'all check out who I am on my Instagram page. Uh, she plugs it. Uh, if you actually read my shit. Of course we read your shit. Um, what re I really want to say is that your podcast really gets me through these hard days and I'm currently facing. It makes me laugh and forget what I'm facing for a while. Other than listening to electricity and traveling to school, I would be listening to Good Hang Podcasts and sometimes I will laugh out loud like crazy. But that's okay. I'm a rather new listener, so I'm trying to catch up on what I missed out, waiting for the next hang. Uh, parentheses. Oh, no, this message has become a rant of mine. Ranting to people I don't even know. I'm really sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I do not mind you guys reading out my shit, but I think it's rather long to read. Yeah. Maybe if you're going to read it, just briefly summarize it. That would have been taking more time. But if not, I'm fine. I just want to let you guys know that your podcast... That, that one explanation took like a good minute. <laughs> I just want to let you guys know that your podcasts are helping me through hard days, and you guys should continue doing them. Both for you, both of you are friendly and nice, and it makes me feel like you are virtual friends. Thank you for reading my shit. To Nathan, I really hope you will sing on the Good Hang podcast one day, and I'm looking forward to your future gigs. Be safe and have fun in China. Titan, Joyce. Joyce Titan. Streamline, compress, summarize, send. 
But it's also nice. But it's that, also very sweet that you <clears throat> send that to us. I love that yeah. message. Thank you very much. No, it's Joyce. good to have like <laughs> it's good to have an outlet for your ranting. I'm I'm more than happy to listen to you. And I, uh, Joyce, you'll know that I responded to you privately and uh, said all this gushy bullshit. <laughs> fact of the matter is, yeah, man, like life gets shitty sometimes, and life gets better sometimes, yeah. and. When that's happening, that's what life is. So I think, fucking hang I think, in there. Yeah. And we're happy we can help in any way we can. Yeah, like what social media offers, um, it there there are tons of days where you know you open it and you just look at it and it, it becomes so depressing. Ugh, because, you just want to go. Ugh. Yeah, because all you see is that your friends hanging out with other people and having fun, or like people that work out a lot more than you do and look really good, or people <laughs> on vacation, in countries that you've never been to, or people or, ranting about shit you don't give a shit about. Exactly. It's so like, sometimes social media can be a little bit like. I don't belong in this world. I, I, I get that feeling every once in a while where I'm just like, I, I don't know if I want to continue being on this. Mm-hmm. You know, like every once in a while you get the, the oh, should I be, should I take like a Facebook hiatus or Instagram hiatus? Don't fucking do that because that's just a call for attention. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, I think it's a good balance because sometimes social media can be very informing it can reconnect you with people you haven't reached out to in a very long time. It can put you back into a, a certain scene or um, how do you call it? Like a like a friend group that you haven't caught up in a very long yeah. time. Because uh, it can catch people up by decades in an instant. Mm-hmm. And there's something magical about that. Uh, but I do acknowledge that it can be very exhausting sometimes, especially when times are hard. Uh, it just seems like everyone else is having more fun than you. Social media is very good at doing that. Um, but yeah. but it's it's weird yeah. that something that's meant to make us feel more connected can make us feel disconnected. But it's that's mm. how it works. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Joyce, hang in there. Uh, I'm very sure that all those problems that you're feeling right now uh, will be probably be be like at fifty percent by by now. You know, it's been a while. Um, but you know, just give it time, give it space. Um, Everything eventually gets better. Yeah, you get eventually. Quit being such a fucking bitch. Yeah, bitch. Man up, woman. You girl. Come on. Just kidding. (laughs) But it could help a little bit. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's life is gonna suck a lot, but it's also very beautiful most of the times. Most of the times, especially if you know where to look. Open your eyes, Joyce. So, um, yeah, I just, I guess the most important thing I want to convey right now is. Make sure you have a tried and true mechanism to cope with the hard times so you know what to turn to when they come. Uh, be it friends, certain TV shows, like, you know, walks in the park, whatever Food, it is. Food, masturbation. Find your comfort zone so you know what to go back to when, like, things get shitty so you don't kind of go into a downward spiral because um, those are probably the times where you make the most dangerous and rash decisions. Yeah, try not to make it food or sex, though, because that's actually quite bad. That can... F- Form habits all fuck you up for life. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Emotional eating, emotional sex. It's like it's a emotional sex doesn't sound bad when you say it that way. Yeah, emotional sex actually sounds quite. But this is a different kind of emotion. Oh yes, grungy sex. Yeah. Even that sounds good. Anyway, anyway, uh, that was all the shit that we have to read this <clears throat> yep. week. Thank Oof. you guys very much for sending in your tweets, your emails, your messages, your gifts. Yep, your phone cases. Thank you for the phone cases. We appreciate every little ounce of it. Um, yep. Before and, we yeah. before we move on, though, oh, I have yes. a couple points we have to bring up here. It belongs in the fan segment. Our Patreon is like ever so slowly blowing up we've had like almost double subscribers in the recent weeks uh oh 13 more dollars per week Nathan and we have to record two episodes a week oh shit that's something to keep in mind <laughs> okay 
So yeah. So if you guys want to want that, subscribe. If you don't want that, then just leave it where it is. It's cool. You keep yeah. your money. Uh, and one thing is that we are officially bringing back a Good Hang book club. Yeah. Not sure when. Maybe a month from now. But we're officially releasing the book title in like three seconds. So guys, get your copies and read it, and we'll talk about it. However long it takes to read. Yeah. Whatever. Two weeks, three weeks, a month. We'll see. Should take. Less. But yes, it is definitely Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Bam. You guys know it. It just came out today. Uh, as we're recording this, get on it. I'm sure most of you have read it by now. I'm going to go to Kinikunai right after this and get my copy, and I'm going to delve into it and or play Overwatch. <laughs> you can do both at the same time. I can time. do both. It's a multitask. Right. So yeah, look out for that, guys, and thank you for get, the shit. Get it, get it on audiobook and like, listen to it at the same time. Is it an audiobook format? If it is, I bet it's going to be that amazing. That would be amazing, because it's basically a play. Let's see, I'm going to look at it right now. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, slight rewind, because I forgot to mention <laughs> this. <laughs> <laughs> I am Satan, Lord of Destruction. So, um, uh, we're recording this on the 31st of July. Um, it's a Sunday afternoon. Uh, we're recording slightly earlier today because I just got wind this morning, 31st July, Saturday, Sunday morning, that I need to head to China tonight. Those fucking China people. <laughs> so, it's a little bit, uh, it's a bit of a tight schedule. Um, well, I mean, to be fair, technically, they told me to keep 31st to 8th free. Sure. But they told me this weeks ago, and I kept asking them every day. So, any confirmation? Any confirmation? And today, they gave me confirmation. 31st and, to the 8th? Yeah. So, how, do you know how long you're going to be there now, this no time? No idea. No idea. But you could be there for, like, months on end? Oh, no, no, no. Latest till the 8th. But um, they, they... That's when they told you to keep free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, but they just told me this morning that I'm leaving tonight. So, I immediately called John saying, can we please record early? So I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, so um, we're recording early. Uh, I by the time this episode is released, I'm probably gonna have to edit it before I go. Mm. Shit. Um, by the time this episode is released, um, I will be in China, off on my China little adventures. China, and I'll try keep social media updated since it's no longer a secret that I'm in China. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's that. You Let's get in trouble for that though. They're like, oh no no. As long as I don't say things like, ooh, guess who didn't get through or things like that. But I can totally say I'm in China for the show or like. Can, uh, but is Instagram blocked in China and all that shit? Isn't that blocked in China? It is, but it's a little bit like it's a little bit like the chewing gum laws in Singapore. It's like no one really. Cares. Yeah, no one really it's cares because like everyone actually. always like even overweight boy. They're like, oh, what's your Instagram? What's your Twitter? Mm, um, it's enough. definitely not as widely used, but you know, it's out there. Cool, man. Uh, all right, so, um, what was I going to say? Yes, uh, let's play a game. Woo! Okie dokie, so this week's game in honor. Again, I said we were recording this on 31st of July. Guess whose birthday it is, Jean? Mine? No. Oh. It's not mine either. Oh. But it is Harry Potter's Harry birthday. Potter? It's Harry Potter's birthday, 31st of July, which also happens to be uh, J.K. Rowling's birthday. Right on. Probably of her design. Not a coincidence. Yes. Uh, so I decided uh, for this week's game time, we do a little bit of a Harry Potter quiz. Sounds good. Um, here's the thing. I know almost nothing about Harry Potter. Okay. What I know about Harry Potter starts and stops at the movies, because <laughs> that's all I've seen. Um, I tried reading the first movie once. Oh, sorry, I've tried reading the first book once. Uh, didn't get very far. You gotta get in the audiobooks, dude. This is one of the best audiobooks ever. You've you've mentioned. Uh, get but, the American version. But there's like also no point because I know how it ends. So it's kind of like, eh. It's different in the book. Nah. The ending's different? You're completely different. That's bullshit. It really, um, so, <laughs> it really is, but I was trying to get him to, to do it. <laughs> um, so, yes, this week we're going to play a little bit of Harry Potter trivia. What? Some of them are... <laughs> 
kind of tough, but I because you're a, you're a fan. I'm a big fan, but I'm really rusty. You're a like, big Nathan fan. Nathan was like, "When's Harry Potter's birthday?" I was like, "June, July." <laughs> He's like, "Today." I'm like, "Motherfucker." Yeah. So so John Fail. is a fan. I I don't know most of them, but I I put in some that are a little bit more general. Sweet. A little bit more like I feel like if you were a casual fan, you'd have an inkling of knowledge. Dude, if this was if this was me a couple years ago, I'd be like, "Bring you'd it kill on!" It. You'd kill it. But I kept it easy. Um, also, just, you know, so people at home can play along without feeling like complete idiots. So, guys, play along with the Harry Potter edition of Game Time. It's great music in that, in that series. So good. Okay, so the first question, let's start with a moderately difficult sort of question. Or it could be very easy. Again, I don't know how to gauge your we'll Harry see. Potter knowledge. I've never, ever spoken to you at length about Harry Potter. <laughs> so, first question. What is Dumbledore's full name? Is it? This is no, multiple, no, no. This is multiple. No, no, no. Don't, no, 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 no. <laughs> People at home need to play along, so okay. don't be a smartass, all right? Fine, this is easy. What is Dumbledore's full name? Three options. Is it A, Albus Perseus Wilfred Benjamin Dumbledore? Is it B, Albus Percival Wilfred Brian Dumbledore? Or is it C, Albus Percivius Winslow Bertrand Dumbledore Sr.? That one's blacker than the other ones. <laughs> Well, the last one implies that he has a kid, which he does not. And the first one is like the second one, but it's not as good. So it's the second one. I would have, by the way, if I had to say without the multiple choice, I would have forgotten the Wilfred or Wilfric, whatever. Wilfric. Wilfric. W-U-L-F-R-I-C. B. The answer is B. Correct. It's Albus Percival Wilfric Brian Dumbledore. That's way too long of a name for an old man. <laughs> I feel like he'd die before I even say it. Uh, so yeah, I guess we have a good yardstick of your knowledge of Harry Potter now. We're, we're, I'm okay. I'm pretty good. Second question. This is still very book-based. What is the address of the Dursley House? The Dursley House, for those not so much in the know, is Harry Potter's childhood home. Mm-hmm. Is it A, 4 Privet Drive, B, 21 Godric's Hollow, or C, 12 Mayberry Lane? <laughs> it is A... And you're right. Yes, the I answer am. is A for Privet Drive. For the record, I knew none of this. I still don't. I don't really care. B is his <laughs> parents' home, Godric Hollow. Is oh, no wonder it sounded so familiar. Yeah. Okay. How did you come up with these questions, by the way? How did you come up with like... I just kept Googling. Like, mulberry. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just Googled random things. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. So... Well, how many do we have, by the way? How many questions do we have? Uh, we have six. Wait. One, two, three, four, five... Six with a bonus seventh question. God, I love Harry Potter so much. Okay. Such a good book. Next question. This one's a movie-based one. Woo! Shirley Henderson famously starred as a memorable character, Moaning Myrtle, Mm -hmm. in the Harry Potter movies. How old was she when she filmed those movies? (laughs) A, 14. (laughs) B, 50. Or C, 37. Uh, is B 50 or 15? B is 50. A is 14. C is 37. Oh, I thought she was in her 40s, uh, but I'm going to go with 37. The answer is C, 37. Boom! Shirley Henderson is 50 this year. Wow, that's crazy. That's insane. Time but, is a thing. Yeah, but she, but she looks really young. I mean, she... Because she... Because Moni Murdo's supposed to be like 13, 14. Yeah, I believe that she was a 15-year-old but girl. But a ghost. Yeah, but a, but a demon, yeah. She was <laughs> so creepy. And that I thought got really, she was. I thought she was so sweet, though. She was, but it got yeah. really sexual in the movie. She was like a little bit. She was checking out the, his Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Harry's yeah, Potter, like she was like looking his at his wand. junk, right? She like was what was totally up with that? I fucking him. That was very, very out of place. Sexy. Anyway, anyway, 
Next one. This one's a bit more of a movie business question. Oh my god! How much did the movies make between the first movie and the final movie? Oh my god! Basically, from 2001 to 2011, oh what was the gross box office? Is it pen, paper? Okay, pen and paper. Go. Is it a 10 billion? This is all USD, by the way. Mm-hmm. Is it a 10 billion? B 4.5 billion? Or C, $54.8 billion. Wait a minute. Is this just like box office or is this box like, office. Blue, like Blu-rays? Box office, like- box office from 2001 to 2011. So I'm not counting like between then and now, like all the books and the right. DVDs and merch. This so, is purely box office. So, I mean, okay. Well, I mean. Because I'm sure if you included I mean, everything, numbers- it would be like. A trillion dollars. Well, I'm looking at the numbers now, and 10 billion and 54 billion both look ridiculous. Because what? There's eight movies, and what? Let's say if each one makes what, two hundred thousand. That's or that's only 1.6 billion, which obviously is way low. This is global. Global. So each one probably. I don't think each one. Did you just say two hundred thousand? No, I said t- t- what? No, I said eight times if it made two hundred million. Oh, two hundred million. Two hundred okay. million, which is not. That's probably in the U.S. But in the U.S., it probably made six hundred. Each one made probably made six hundred. Globally, global, right? Global. I'm still gonna stick with 4.5 billion. It's not that. It's not that crazy. Okie dokie. And once again, you are wrong. That made no sense. I know. <laughs> I was trying to fake you out. Is it 10 billion? It's 10 billion dollars. 10 billion. Wow. Each movie made an average of nine, about 1 billion each. It's crazy. Yeah, but that doesn't make sense because there's only eight movies. No, no, no. But average. Sure. So it's like you know, plus or minus like. Point two million, um, but yeah, well, it's crazy. I mean, mathematically, it would be one point. Anyway, whatever, <laughs> whatever. Math. Between two thousand one and two thousand eleven, the Harry crazy. Potter movie series made ten billion fucking dollars. That's crazy. So it's wait, a lot of dough. Do you know which which ones broke a billion? I don't know. I didn't do that much research. I did find out that J.K. Rowling was the first author to become a billionaire. Yeah, Very sense. first author to become a billionaire. I wonder and if that's adjusted for inflation. I wonder if that would be. Even then, it's impressive as yeah, fuck it's huge. to make that much money just from writing damn books about witches. <laughs> and wizards <laughs> okay then next question speaking about jk rowling what does the k in jk stand for mm-hmm. is it a karen b kathleen or c kardashian <laughs> uh so it's joanne actually i'm actually not sure what are the first two again the first is like, it what are a all three? karen b kathleen or c kardashian ah yeah it's kathleen And you're right! The answer is Kathleen. Here's a fun fact, though. Kathleen is not part of her legal name. Her actual name is just Joanne Rowling. But because they wanted to appeal to male readers, because sexism, they made it JK instead of just J Rowling or Joanne Rowling. Because JK Rowling seemed a bit more like... Any initials, that's what they do with initials for all women. But here's the thing. I don't know when, when I knew that JK Rowling was a woman, but I never thought that she was a man. I don't know, like... Before I even she, read the books, I was like, you JK thought she Rowling. was like part sloth. No, 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 I just knew she was a woman. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, no, but um, it was not part of her legal name. The publisher suggested she added like some kind of initial thing uh, to appeal to male readers. But I mean, Kathleen really is her second name. I'm no, like, it's not. It's not, not legal. Catholic name, not even like a. It's, name. It, it's her grandmother's middle name oh. that she kind of just took. So she doesn't have a second name. No, she didn't have a second name. But That's you know, she got inspiration from uh, the actor J.K. Simmons, um, <laughs> and they got together and discussed big it. Big man, big man. Okay, uh, so we've reached our final official kind of question, but since you're doing well, we'll just do all of them. Yeah, I also, before we go move on, I also want to, like, 
question your the the ten billion thing. Okay. Because I just looked up the the movies that made nineteen movies that made over a billion dollars at the box office. The only one that's up there is Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part Two. Unless this is just domestic. Nope, uh, it's worldwide. Yeah, it's worldwide. No, so tr- I, 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 I checked. I checked at least three different sources, mm-hmm. and they all said. To be fair, they said an estimated ten billion. Yeah, that's probably including the Blu-rays and shit. Oh, it's no, no, fine. No. It's not including the Blu-rays though. Like it's strictly the box office between 2001 and 2011. Because if you want to get all those like merch stuff, then that would be leading up to even 2016. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but I believe a uh, ten billion. That's that's decent. Because freaking uh, Jurassic Park made one point four billion. Okay, all right, all right, seven point seven billion in global box office. At least two billion in total. Yeah, yeah. you you motherfucker. It's it's at least this link right here from Forbes.com says it's the box office plus the home entertainment sales brings it up to ten billion. Otherwise, it would be seven point seven billion. No, the two point two is international. Whatever, you're a liar. I win. <laughs> All right, all right. Last one, last one, last one. Last two. Two point two is international, not not that. Um. Anyway, um. Second last question. I just really don't like losing. What does owl stand for? Is it a so owl o w l? Is it a official wizarding license? B ordinary, ordinary wizarding, wizarding levels. levels. Smartass. Once again. C. <laughs> again, guy, they're playing at home, John. All right. Next question. Or C. Next question. I was just guessing what it was gonna be. Next question. <laughs> What's your joke one? It's not. It's just no joke. One. Okay. Next question. It's B. Ordinary wizarding levels. What model is the Weasley's flying car? Is it A. A Pontiac Aztec? Is it B. A Ford Anglia? Or C. A Volkswagen Beetle? <laughs> it's a Ford Anglia. The answer is B. A Ford Anglia. Congratulations, John. You win nothing. Yay! I just proved my nerd cred. But it's funny how like. I've heard of those other two cars, and I've only heard of the Ford Anglia because of the movie. Fun fact, the Pontiac Aztec is the car of choice of Walter White in Breaking Bad. Yeah, that's why it's unfamiliar. It's a dope car. SUV. (laughs) It's a Pontiac, though. It can't be a dope car. Oh, no, I meant dope in terms of pop culture. It's a terrible car. It's it's a terrible mileage. It's called meth dope. Yes, yes. Drugs. Um, it's a terrible car, but you know, it's. I would love. I would love to have it. Just you know, I love the show that much. Um, would you really? Though I feel like it'd be cool for like a week, and then you'd be like, "Oh, this car sucks." Oh no, dude! Like I'm, I'm, I, 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 I don't drive cars for their aesthetics or their speed. No, I don't think it would handle all that well either, or anything like that. Like till this day, my favorite car that I've ever driven in mm-hmm. is a Toyota Rush. I think it's the perfect car. This is one that a tiny SUV. It's a tiny little SUV. Yeah. It it. It feels a lot bigger than it actually is. Right. And it has a high ceiling, so it's great because, you know, most cars kind of make me feel squashed because I'm <laughs> taller and my legs are long. Um, <clears throat> there's a ton of space for the headroom. The boot has a good amount of space. And it's squat. You know, it's kind of like short. It's stubby. It's kind of it's stubby. So parking is like really freaking easy. Um, but I missed that car. Also, it had one of those like spare tire things in the back, you know, to make it look like all badass and jeepy. So is it like the RAV4? Is the Rush like the RAV4? Uh, they call it different things in different countries, but in Singapore, it's called the Rush. Rush. Um, Rush. I know in Indonesia, it's something completely different. But hmm. yeah, Toyota Rush. Anyway, that was game time. Game time, game time. Man, we might be going too fast now. <laughs> I'm completely fine with that. <laughs> oh, you Because I got a Rush off. Are in China. I got a pack and shit, man. I have not packed at all. Because they told me this morning as I was leaving the house. Right. That hey, you're flying tonight. I'm like, oh, can mm-hmm. I not? Can I not though? Like, can I fly tomorrow instead? And they're like, okay, yeah, sure. 
and then they booked the flight for 1 a.m. Fucking Nailed semantics. It. Fucking semantics. Nailed it. <laughs> but it's like 1 a.m. Singaporean time. What time is it in China? It's the same. Shanghai and, Ch- and okay. Singapore share the same Fucking time. nailed it. They nailed it. Uh, are they flying you first class? I'm curious. Oh, no, of course not. They it's, should. It's economy on China South. Eh? Was it South China? China South? China Southern. 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 I can't remember. Southern Northwest. One North, of those. North Southern China. South China Sea. I don't Southern know what it was. China. Um, <clears throat> man, it, they should They should at least put you in business class. I feel like that's a thing. Like in Hollywood, you know, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. no matter what, if they fly you for anything, it always has to be first class. Yeah, yeah. Um... I guess if I were fussier, I could totally ask them for it. Premium economy, at least. Yeah, but I, I am not that fussy. I think most of the like I can this fucking guy, we have to fly him in. Maybe. Everyone else, we just have to send him a rickshaw or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but I can fall asleep <laughs> in any class. Um, and uh, though, dude, there was this one time though. I did a gig in Jakarta. Yeah, and it was um, it was a fancier gig um, uh, with a lot of money being thrown around. And they flew me. Sounds like you were a stripper. I was a stripper. There's a lot of money uh, around, around you. <laughs> no, in terms of like the business of it. <laughs> right, right, right. They, they, no expense was spared. The decor was crazy. Like the menu was insane. The lights, the sound, the stage, everything. And it was like in someone's backyard. It was crazy. Cool. Uh, they sent me over on first class. Mm. And it was amazingly bothersome. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because it was a flight to Jakarta. So like two-hour flight, two-and-a-half-hour flight. It's, like almost like no not even it's like barely touching two hours so not even a movie can't even watch a movie not even can't even watch a movie because you know they don't turn it on till about like 15 minutes in but like um it was it was again first world problems it was great first world, first class like you know the seats were super comfortable like tons of leg room the screen was gigantic you cool, know cool. super comfortable and everything you can even go like full like 180 degrees like flat but um if if any 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 stewardesses or stewards or flight attendants whatever the right word is for it nowadays, um, y'all guys out there, you know what I mean. Jakarta turn is insane because once you leave, you basically get the food out as fast as possible, um, and then you take it back almost immediately. So it's almost like you go up the aisle, give all the food, you go back, you collect it again, and then you're back, and then you guys gotta land. It's yeah. super hectic as a flight attendant. Seems like it. Um, and when you're in first class, where the it's not as hectic for them but they still kind of give you as much service. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it, it was like one and a half or one hour, 40 minutes of just consistent, like, hey, do you need anything? And they call you by Here's your... more champagne. Here's and, more champagne. And they call you by your first name and everything. It's yeah. kind of weird. Um, but yeah, I think I would enjoy a first class flight to like New York or something, you know, like a nice yeah, long, a long destination. One. one and a half hours just felt so hectic. Like yeah. I felt stressed out by the end of the flight because I kept having to talk to people. <laughs> I've, was- I've only flown first class once. It was with my dad. It was from East coast to West coast in the States. Mm. I don't remember much except cause I was like eight or something, but I remember it was one of the best steaks I've ever tasted. Ooh. I can still kind of on recall a plane. It on a plane. Steaks on steaks a plane. On a plane. <laughs> How do you get those motherfucking, motherfucking steaks? steaks? On this motherfucking plane. This Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> That's the sense. That's what they say in the censored version. Yippee ki yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> Have you seen that? I've not seen that. It's That's amazing. Insanity. The, oh, the shit, guys. Google like sense. Uh, <clears throat> I don't even know to call it. TV like, edit. TV edit. Dubbed movies. Swearing. Like that, whatever yeah. it is. Or just 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 YouTube. Um, Die Hard, Mr. Falcon. It's just funny, like the, the thought that like 
they film the movie, they they're done, they're doing post production, and then Bruce Willis, and Samuel L. Jackson have to come into a booth one day and they see don't. these most ridiculous. They, they don't. Get, they get someone else to do it. They get they an get impersonator. Else, they get an impersonator. What? They don't get anyone else to do it. Seriously? So like, yeah. So like, if you watch Die Hard um, on American TV or any kind of, I don't know if most if the Asian versions do it, but in the U.S., if say they air it on like a TV network, oh, movie night, Die Hard. There's a scene where Bruce Willis says "Yippee motherfucker," and he does something badass. Um, in the movie, uh, in in the TV version, they dub it over and he says "Yippee Mr. Falcon," because <laughs> it's the closest thing that matches Mr. the mouth Falcon. shape. It's the closest thing that kind of matches the mouth shape of motherfucker. So you don't actually, for a second, doubt that he says it because they say it in his voice and they say. Yippee Mr. Falcon. And it's weird because Mr. Falcon is not a character in the movie. <laughs> There's not a single character extra or minor character named Mr. Falcon. I just like, I like the idea that there's like some random superhero or supervillain that comes in. All it of a just, sudden. it just, uh, it's out of nowhere. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's, or, a or, thing. or Bruce Willis as John McClane rides off in a giant Falcon, like, like, like Dumbledore, like Dumbledore, like Gandalf. <laughs> oh, sorry, Gandalf. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yippee Mr. Falcon, let's go. That's how much I know about Harry Potter. Um, the Yakaniku Towers, whatever they're called, Nikagawa Sushi, Sushi Tempura Towers. I've never called? seen the original. Nikagawa? I haven't seen the original Die Hard. It's good. Yeah, it doesn't really hold up all that much. Really? I hear it's like a really good Christmas movie. You try it. I've watch. only seen like the later ones, like the modern Die Hards. They I do like the one. I do like Die Hard with a Vengeance. The one with uh, Jeremy Irons and Samuel L. Jackson. Die Hard. It's because there's a riddle element to it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. The guy plant, plants bombs over the city, but you have to solve riddles. To oh, okay. I like that. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm into this. I like, I, wanna, I like that. I want to be in this movie. I'll, I'll check I'll check out the, the rest of the movies eventually. Also because Snape is in the first one. Yeah. yeah. Hans Gruber. Uh, so I can't remember where we are. Are we going into news? Yeah. Let's go into the news. One, two, three, four. World news, interviews, roll on terror, puppy shoes, television, movie, sports, races, friends, tiny horse. So many things in the world we're in. Did you hear about that thing? All right, Nathan, I want to show you something. And I know we are weary of doing two visual things on the podcast, but... Obviously, this video is going to be in, um, is going to be in the show notes. You guys have to watch it at home. This is amazing. This is uh, Luke Aiken's professional skydiver doing something like ridiculous. So have okay. a look at this, Nathan. We'll talk about it while it's happening. Okay, I'm looking at a frozen plane. There we go. Now it's moving. So it's a prop plane, right? Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, a lot they, of people just jumped out of it. And it's cool. They have the altimeter alt- 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 on the left side, so you know how high they are. Oh, there's my. a guy there. He's They've got like, like little flying squirrel suits. Yeah, which is always cool, right? So there's guys with black suits that are like the main guy is in this green and white suit, which I can only assume is like a sponsored thing. Okay. Gosh, they're high. Yeah, man, they are twenty one thousand feet up in the air. That's so much height. Yep. His cousin's one of the dudes with him. What's that like smoke coming out from their feet? That's just to make them more visible. Oh, okay, okay. I thought like they were on fire. They they, they should do it on fire. I thought they were breaking the atmosphere. You know, you can bungee jump in in, in Bali and they set you on fire before you do it and what? you go into a pool. But but why? Because YOLO, that's why. Uh, they're at 15,000 feet. They're about halfway to the ground. What's going to happen? I'm scared. Yeah, they will. What's happening? What's going to happen here? <clears throat> is the chute not going to open? This is live on... This was aired live, by the way, on TV somewhere. Okay. So they're over the desert. Probably f- Russia. There's a team of four. No, it's in America somewhere. It's in the desert somewhere. 
That's a weird angle. They just look like they're standing up. Yeah, right they're now. just standing. <laughs> Again, the anticipation is killing me. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, Nathan doesn't know. I think it'd be cool that he doesn't know. 9,000 feet now. This looks like 8,000 feet. National Day. Except they do red smoke in Singapore. That's his landing zone. Okay. I always, it always blows my mind like when I see all four of them grouped up together like that. Like, and they do like they, tricks and shit? Yeah, like aren't they scared they're gonna like hit each other? Oh, one shoot just opened. The other four have oh, pulled the shoots. Oh, they're falling so fast. How is this cameraman following? No, the kid, this is on his head. No, 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 the other one. Oh, the other one, yeah. It's yeah. so hard. Like, at 1,000 feet? He's falling so fast. Yeah. Why isn't his... Why isn't his shoot coming up? Because he has no shoot! No! Oh, Jesus Christ. What oh, the... <laughs> fucking hell. Oh, my God. He landed in a giant net. Oh, my God. From an airplane into oh a giant net. God. Jeez. People are cheering. How is he not... Is he passed out? He looks passed out. Uh, I think he's just, like, like sleepy. Oh my gosh! Like, what was the name of that other dude that jumped out of the atmosphere? Bumgarner, whatever. Bumgarner, Bumgarner, whatever. This is crazier to me. This guy jumped from an airplane twenty thousand feet in the air and That's... fucking landed in a giant net. That's pretty. This is not that big of a net, dude. In comparison to the rest of the Earth, it's not that big of a net. <laughs> Point taken. <laughs> it's a very small net. But how fucking like? What? He fell off of what? Forty two thousand feet. Twenty thousand feet. 20, I thought 20,000 was the halfway mark. I can't remember. 12,000, I think. Okay. It was. But yeah. Wow. There he is. He's fine. He's hugging his wife. How did he not just like go through it like a meat grinder? Like just like through the, <coughs> through the net? Through like, the netting. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess there's ways to test it. I mean, like, you, know that resi- you know that Resident Evil laser lattice thing? Oh, God, thing? that fucking movie. <laughs> but isn't that just nuts? Just, just a random note. Like that plane in the beginning, that Cessna. I really want to learn how to ride a Cessna before I die. You mean fly a Cessna? It's easy to ride fly, one. Fly, yeah, sorry. Fly Riding is pretty damn easy. I could show you. <laughs> just sit down. Just sit down. But like, isn't that just the most ridiculous? You should guys should have seen Nathan's expression. I, I should have put that on Instagram. <laughs> Stupid new Instagram account. I don't know what to do with it. Uh, oh yeah, by the way, follow this guys on Instagram. At Good Hang Podcast. Good Podcast. Uh, yeah, that motherfucker dropped from a plane onto a net. That's, that's pretty... No. Right? No, well, right? You, well, uh, uh, this is my favorite joke from Reddit. Apparently his survival was completely assured, uh, the physician said, because his body is com- composed of 98% testicle. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. Have you ever done anything close to skydiving? I bungee jumped. Where? Uh, Bali. That's why I was not on you fire. You weren't set on fire? Not on fire. How high was it? Uh, I don't know, pretty fucking high. Like off a bridge kind of thing? No, it was like it was like they build them. I mean, it's like a man-made tower that's into oh. a swimming pool. It's at um oh what's his name? Into a swimming pool. Yeah. Doesn't it hurt? Uh I don't think I don't think no, I didn't actually hit the swimming pool. Oh, you I didn't touch the water. Above it. You can. You're supposed to, but I didn't. And let me tell you, it's a hell huh. of a thing to do it. Like I mean, I mean, I mean obviously it's like you're jumping off a huge like yeah. whatever 12-story tower. Yeah, yeah. Which by the way, the lift was broken so my friend and I had to climb it. <laughs> fucking like as if we had to earn it even more but yeah it's really something to be like my body does not want to do this my body does not want to let go every living instinct is like of course obviously i know like this you know this very safe and it's totally crazy but like it's not in human instinct to look at look down see nothing to support your weight and just go like fuck it and they were like 
three, two, one. And I was like, nope. <laughs> Wait a second. So I'm just going to jump. Like, I literally, I was like, that's what I was like. I just jump. I just fall. I just go. They were like, yeah, go one, two, three. I was like, <laughs> and like, the moment you step off, I mean, it, it's over before you know it, but like, mm-hmm. there is a moment where like, I am fall, I am hurtling to the earth. Yeah. See, like, like I want to do it again. I'm, are you afraid of heights naturally? Not particularly. Okay. So I'm terrified of heights. Like, I get vertigo, like, being in observation decks and shit like that you know like but i'm also very fond of like facing fear and just kind of sure. like tackling it because it's interesting um over the last few years i have not had much opportunity to tackle my fear of heights just because you know i lately i travel mostly for work not but so your much fear of being a star in china oh that's 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 facing a real, that that's right a real fear that's a go. real fear but um i'll talk about it later yeah anyway um i don't really know uh like I haven't like lately I've been traveling a lot for work not so much you know going off to exotic destinations to jump off of cliffs and shit sure so I haven't had the opportunity to face my fear of heights that much but I remember there was a period around like you know schooling time when there was like OBS and like school camps and like team building shit where there's rock climbing and like uh, 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 um, trapeze jumping and mm-hmm. like jumping uh, and like bungee jumping and things like that rappelling whatever and I remember that being rough every time I look down it's just like why did I do this like rock climbing to me is terrifying because getting up is easy, but once I get to the top and I look down, I'm like I turned into jelly. You do. It's like I turned into fucking jelly, man. I'm terrified of heights. Like it's just something about it. No, but like once you get up there, like like you're supposed to like climb down. It's scary. It's terrifying to me. But um, I I know it's like super cliche, but skydiving that's a bucket list. Definitely, thing it's right top now. of my bucket list. That's that's maybe like seventh. You know, because it's not urgent. I'd like to do it, but I also know that I'll probably shit myself. Did they give you a diaper when you when you when you? No, I think they advise you to shit before. Oh, which makes sense. Do you want? I'd ask for a diaper anyway. When you say skydiving, are you cool to just like tandem jump? Like, if you tandem jump, are you like that's it checked? I kind of want to do solo, right? Because that's um. But then again, ah. Like, how many times do you have to jump before you can go solo? A whole bunch. Oh, okay, then fuck it. I'm good at a tandem jump. I don't want to waste that much money on something like that. <laughs> maybe it's like, maybe, no, let me check. I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm sure I'm curious. there's some kind of, like, license that you have to do. I because like, it would be actually less than 10, maybe, like, 5. That but, but you do like, multiple in one day. That just seems like a lot of jumping off of planes in, in one lifetime, though. That's true. Like, I don't know if I'm into that. But then again, like, I recently saw this video of this 90-year-old Singaporean dude that did skydiving, and I'm like, oh, I've got time. Yeah, because <laughs> um, apparently, like to that guy, and he's old as fuck. Like he's like he's like the kind of old where it's like he, he has his teeth are gone, like <laughs> he's basically like just full of sunspots, and like he's old. He looks like a walking he's an old man. He looks like a walking mummy, but um, he's a flying mummy. Yeah, but he 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 likes to skydive because to him that's the most extreme thing he can do at his tender age of ninety without dying. Yeah, which makes a lot of sense. And if Bungee die, jumping would probably break him and break him in half. Maybe I don't know. I feel probably like if you're not. ninety year old, ninety years old, and you bungee jump, like you know that apex when you fall down and you go back yeah. up, Wing. he'll probably just like one half Snap. of him will be left behind. Same thing though. It's like when you pull the chute and you're like, it's like the same force. Oh, probably. True that. True that. I saw I saw a bit of him tandem jumping, so I don't know what if yeah. there's a difference in physics there. Apparently, you have to do seven jumps before you can that's, jump solo. That's a lot of that's jumps lot. in one lifetime. I could do tandem. I yeah. If I do a tandem skydive, like I mean, jumping off a plane, jumping off a plane. You know, like how you know. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, if you guys Patreon, if you get us up to a certain amount, we start no! doing video content. <laughs> One of the episodes will be us skydiving. Can you skydive in Singapore? I don't think. There's... No, you probably have to go to Malaysia, and that seems dodgy. 
Where can you skydive? Where do people skydive? New Zealand? New Zealand? Australia? jumping New Zealand. I'd also like to do a hot air balloon at some point in my life. Just ride one? Yeah. It looks so nice. Although, I, there recently was an accident yeah, in Yeah, Aust- I saw that. In Austin. Yeah. Just suddenly crashed, right? There's like 30, 16 people 17 or 16 people died. Um, so sad. You know, it's Austin. They don't know how to handle hot air balloons. Um... But yeah, I really want to. I really want to ride a hot air balloon one day. Just, all right, we'll make it happen. Just because it seems like a very beautiful thing to do. Let's, I, let's do it colors. for your next birthday. Uh, yeah, yeah. What's the closest place you can do hot air balloons? Hot, no, no. Let's go fucking skydiving, man. Oh, skydiving! I thought hot air balloon. Let's skydive off a hot air balloon. That's a thing. That's a thing. That's 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 the dream right I'm there. Googling hot air balloon Singapore. <laughs> um, oh, apparently, there were hot air balloons back in the Sea Games. Oh, oh yeah, I remember yeah, seeing that. I remember that. I remember that. But they weren't really like they didn't go that high up. Yeah, plus it's not as idealic. I feel like you don't. Yeah, it was just like, like oh, get in this hot air balloon and we'll lift you up so you can see the entire field. That's about yeah, it. Yeah, that sucks. No, I want to get. It up. was like probably four or five stories. I want to get up in the air that like you know that riddle plays out of like first you toss your clothes out, then we throw someone off in case if something goes wrong. I want to get wanna as that. high up in the air as George Clooney and Anna Kendrick. Up in the air, fire people. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, so what else you got in the news? Uh, this one's kind of uh, a lovely piece of news, and it also is fodder for a lot of jokes, so we have to up our game. Fodder. The U.S. Navy is to name a ship after the assassinated gay rights activist Harvey Milk. Uh-oh. <laughs> Harvey, Harvey Milk will be full of semen. Bodie McCum face. <laughs> etc etc in fact the reddit thread that i got this from the the moderator came in he said uh while the first semen pun was quite was mildly amusing it seems to undermine the significance of the decision and the progress of the lgbtq community has made in their relationship with the military over the years so with that in mind we have made this difficult decision to lock future comments uh on the thread this is from uplifting uh the subreddit uplifting news (laughs) but i mean you're i mean you've seen um, the M- Milk, the movie, right? Starring Sean Penn. Great movie. Um, there's also a really good documentary called The Life and Times of Harvey Milk, I believe. Isn't there a street in Boston called, like, Milk something? Or is it New York that I'm thinking about? I think I'm thinking San Francisco. about I mean, There's probably a couple places that are yeah, named yeah, after yeah, Harvey yeah. Milk. Yeah. Uh, but he's, uh, those you don't know, he was a, uh, a city supervisor in San Francisco in the 70s and was unfortunately killed Um for being that and he was a very activist a very active um activist for gay rights and it, they, yeah they're naming a ship after him which is pretty fucking cool That's- I, and i was gonna say i was like i was gonna say that like oh it, it feels weird that they're naming someone after a non because they usually name boats after someone who served in the military but apparently milk uh i quote milk served in the navy and came from a navy family he was commissioned in the service in 51 and he served as a diving officer in san diego during the korean war well, there you go there you go he was honorably discharged from the services as lieutenant, lieutenant junior grade. So, yeah, legit, man. I feel like I need to rewatch that movie. I haven't seen it in years. I watched it like a good six, seven years ago. I don't recall a lot of it. You know that movie really stands out, and this is you know not really a spoiler since we just said he gets so in the in the in the near the final like when he gets shot right. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things like in movies it used to be like you get shot in the chest or a person would get shot in the head, but now that like with historical movies where like there's autopsy reports they recreate exactly where his gunshot wounds are and stuff. Yeah. So there's the moment where he goes no and he puts his hand up and he gets shot <sighs> through his hand. Which is such a weird thing to see, but I can't yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. Same thing with like uh what you call Lone Survivor, 
where oh the the, the Mark Wahlberg movie. yeah where yeah. they were getting shot in the most random places but apparently that's where they fucking got shot according to the autopsy report so that was a tense fucking movie that was man. a great movie it was so tense first half of it anyway yeah I remember it falling apart a little bit but like it was tense yeah. as hell like the first half of it was just like it was so wrought with like internal conflict because yeah. there's so much morality involved in like yeah like the decision being made yeah. to let the people go or whatever exactly and, like wartime <clears throat> in a country with civilians living in it is just like indeed a rough time and like I said I'm a slut for all things Navy SEALs are uh, special forces I love all that kind of stuff <laughs> but yeah the US Navy gonna name a ship after a gay rights activist that's a pretty cool move US Navy Yavy Yavy, Yavy. I don't know. It's the best I could do. Anyway, um, I've got I've got a little update to our ongoing Pokemon Go segment. Pokemon. Pokemon. Is it the fact that someone made the most amazing video of you singing the Pokemon song? Okay, so shout out first of all to that. Who did that? Come forward. You were amazing. Okay, no, I kind I I I got wind that it was uh, S Gag Staffer named Casey. Okay. I don't know his actual name, never met him, but uh, someone told me this guy named Casey did it at SGAG. Uh, so shout out to you, Casey, if you're listening. Uh, you have way too much time. And, hey, uh, it's his job, man. You have way too much time, but just the right amount of genius to make something like that happen. <laughs> like, that was probably the last thing I thought I'd see in my lifetime. <laughs> um, uh, but you have some Pokemon Go news. Yeah, a little, a little bit of Pokemon Go news. Uh, so we have a little bit of an update. So at, at this very moment of recording, 31st July, Pokemon Go is still not out in Singapore. Um, but they are exploring uh, ways to keep their server stable <laughs> so they don't screw up the launch, you know? Well, there's also news of them, the government wanting to ban it. Is there, is there any truth There is that? some news in the Malaysian government wanting Malaysian to government. the Malaysian government wanting to monitor it closely. Mm. They haven't set an outright ban, but they said they've gonna they're gonna monitor it closely and see what it does to their society. And if it does things that they aren't happy with, I guess like what I don't know, like, like getting hit by cars, maybe getting fall, more exercise, falling off cliffs, missing Friday prayers, things like that. I don't know, <laughs> but um, no, for real. So like uh. Uh, most Southeast Asian countries don't have it. Singapore, India, Malaysia, Taiwan, Philippines, mm-hmm. none of them have it yet. Um, so we're all kind of still waiting. Uh, and there's a, there hasn't been like a, what do you call it, like an outright update yet. Mm-hmm. Because everyone is just kind of theorizing, saying, oh, it's, it's going to be out um, on, a, on a Thursday afternoon. Because apparently that's when like new things tend to hit the app store. Okay. Um, but at this very moment, Niantic still hasn't made an official announcement because they're still working on stabilizing the servers and it, there's like, there's still no signs of official release. So this is a bit of a dud of a story, but just letting you know that don't expect it to come out anytime soon. Just so you know. Just so you know. But do you have, uh, it's gotta be a segment this week in stupid, stupid Pokemon Go stories. Oh yeah, yeah. But there's another one. I mean, that's just like a mini story. The main story I wanted to talk about (laughs) is that there's now a Pokemon Go smart sneaker concept that lets you play using your feet. What? Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, (laughs) so there's a new shoe that just came out. It's still in concept, uh, but it's called the Vixel, V-I-X-O-L-E. And it's essentially a shoe that syncs up to your phone, specifically the Pokemon Go app. Mm -hmm. And it will reflect images on the shoe. So there's an LED, there's an LED screen on the back of the shoe. And say, for example, you're in the midst of fighting a Pikachu. Right. A Pikachu appears <laughs> on your shoe. But then, what, do you start punching your shoe? 
Oh no no no! The shoe, the, the shoe is not involved. In, the shoe is not involved in the gameplay. The shoe is just an aesthetic thing. That's kind of so cool. So as I say, you're fighting Gyarados, and Gyarados will appear in your shoe, and it's like a whole like little animated design thing. Um, they should make like a radar on the top of your shoe. Yeah, I think it's more of like a fashion accessory because everyone's outdoors playing Pokemon Go, so you want to be the swaggiest kid in the block <laughs> catching your right shoes. You know, you always want to be the swaggiest kid. You want to be the swaggiest Pokemon trainer ever. But that's not the only accessory that's come out. So there's another. Um, thing that's kind of uh there's another you know how like every once in a while like there's a big phone trend and everyone jumps on it you know the mm-hmm. last thing was selfie sticks well now because of pokemon go there's a phone case that is built specifically for pokemon go and um do you know anything about how the game works john well uh, something about swiping balls yeah you have to ball sw- swiping yes you have to swipe pokemon balls at and it's basically like Remember that really old school game, Paper Toss? Yes, I love that game. Yeah, when you toss like scrunched up paper balls into a uh, dustbin. Yeah. So it's essentially that plus Google Maps plus Pokemon Safari Hunter. I don't know. But a bulk of the gameplay is Paper Toss. So they have created an open sourced 3D... Pr- you can print this on a 3D printer. Mm-hmm. I um app. What do you call this? Like a phone case for Pokemon Go. And it's freaking ridiculous. Look at it right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Is that supposed to like improve your technique? So I'm showing John the phone case. Uh, check the show notes for it. It's basically like it covers up most of your phone except for a straight line down the middle yeah, that your finger sure you can go swipe through. Swipe straight. Is, it, is that like cheating? It's basically cheating. So it's there's a gap down the middle that your finger can go through, and it's a straight line. So essentially, all you have to do is have your finger follow the open parts of the case, yeah. and the Pokeball will hit the Pokemon. Um, so it's ridiculous. That's crazy. Highly unnecessary. I mean, it probably Quite. saves time. You know, you don't have to try that many times. If you because some people suck <laughs> at paper th- toss. I was gonna say though. So when when you find a Pokemon, you know, in Pokemon Go, like how you capture them, is it hard to do it, or is it just you actually have to like throw the ball. I don't know. I have very little concept of how the game works. I don't understand this. I, I don't even know if I'm going to pick it up and play it. I have told myself I'm not going to. You will. I don't know if I'm that strong of a person, honestly. We, but I, the, I, we have to understand. We have to be in the zeitgeist. But I'd like to not play it though because like it's it, it's just it's it just seems too addictive. Mm-hmm. I, I look at my phone enough. Mm-hmm. Like I say I don't look through social media that often but even when I when I do I get really into it and I look at everything like the inboxes like the freaking like likes and all that stuff. Yeah, and now you're on Weibo. And now I'm on Weibo. Now we, have a good, now we have a good hang Instagram account. Yeah, exactly. So th- I look at my phone enough. I don't need to be part of Team Valor or Mystic or Instinct. No, I don't do what any of those mean. It's, it's, those sounds it's, like colognes. They're, they're cla- yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Apparently, they're like Hufflepuff and Gryffindor and shit like that. It's in the game. For Pokemon? Yeah, for Pokemon. There's, oh, there's three that's kind of fun. There's three houses. So like... It, they, they've they've incited a little bit of a turf war. <laughs> oh Jesus! So if you go to New York, it's the Bloods, the Crips, the Mystics, the Valors, and the Instincts. <laughs> it's really crazy. There's even color codes for them. It's red, blue, and yellow. So um, yeah, we might have gang wars. Just like in, just like in Harry Potter, red, yeah. blue, yellow, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we, green for Slytherin. We might have uh, some gang wars coming up in Singapore very soon. Jeez, I don't know if we've spoken about this, but do you think the government is going to cr- like cl- Singapore's government is going to clamp down on the app? I feel like. They would, but I don't know why. Like, what's the, what would be the reasoning? Like, it I think the rationale too... the rationale is that people will get very distracted. I mean, things like the Central Park thing where they literally stop traffic to catch Pokemon. Yeah, that's quite something, I guess. Yeah. And like uh, people falling off cliffs, uh, people getting injured, walking into a lot. Just basically like too much looking at your phone and not enough at the environment. Um, I, 
I kind of foresee them doing it, but I really hope they don't because Singapore's government has not had a great track record this year. Well, Singapore kids need to just have more fun. I don't know. Because they're they're not having a great track record, especially with the whole Pink Dot thing and then there was the Les Mis thing and then there was like the Amos Yee thing. But I mean, it's not gay swiping of balls. It's just regular swiping of balls. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's only one. It's only one ball. It's not a pair. It's not a pair. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. I really hope. I, I can. I can foresee them doing it just because you know Singapore is Singapore, Singapore. sometimes. Because like, <coughs> I'm not saying Singapore government is like you know incapable and petty or whatever, but like they tend to want to please like the 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 the, the lowest common denominator a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of people are going to be like sending in complaints to the government saying like, <laughs> "Oh, hey, I was outside my house like, and I see a lot of children outside. Uh, they play the game on the phone. Uh, can you please stop this?" And I feel like I feel like someone is going to go like, yeah. hey, he's right. We should stop this. We should take away that kiss in Les Mis. We should arrest this boy for the same things on the internet. We should oh, give an M18 rating to a movie that has no nudity or violence. Uh, we should take away a game about catching virtual monsters on the phone. Because we're the government. <laughs> exactly. So like, it won't surprise <laughs> me if they do, but for the sake of themselves, I really hope they don't. <laughs> Oh. I really hope they don't because I want I want the government to win. I really like Singapore. <laughs> I really like what they've done with the place. It's just that they're not having the best year. Yeah. You know? It's just they overreached, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, maybe ban it in like three years when it's irrelevant. But like, for yeah. now, just keep it cool. But it's, here's the thing. Is it like, it, does Singaporean people, do does the Singaporean people need to be protected? Because here's another news article. Uh, the headline reads: DHL scammers cheated victims of twelve million dollars in three months. Have you heard Uh-oh. about this? No, I have not. DHL, what now? It, it, there's a scam. There's a group of people, just three people that we know of so far, have created a scam. They basically call old suspecting people and be like, "Hey, you did something bad. Oh. Give us money." Oh. And people said, okay, to the tune of $12 million, Nathan. <laughs> oh, God. How many people were victims? Let's see here. Uh, the sun has came to be in the from hundreds about of 150 vic- 155 victims caught in the deception so far. Goodness. And this was according to Deputy Public Prosecutor uh, Charisse Lowe. Uh The trio, now get this, Nathan. Wait, this happened in Singapore? <clears throat> uh-huh. Holy shit. Apparently, there were three Malaysians, and, but they did it in Singapore. And get this. Their ages are 21, 22, and 22. Wow. They're entrepreneurs, man. I mean... They should the, capture them, figure out how they fucking did it. They're some sort of entrepreneurs. Damn. Uh, and they disguise themselves as DHL employees. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. And apparently they were caught because one woman decided to tell the police about it. That's it. Hmm. Out of 155 people, I, I think, if I'm reading this right, let's see, the trio were arrested on July 14 following a police report lodged earlier that day by a 65-year-old woman who is said to have lost $50,000 in the scam. 150 people, you said? 155, yeah. So that means like they gave an average of like $75,000 a person. Yeah, I guess so. That's unreasonable. I don't know what to... I can't process this. Like Maybe if it was like a $20 fee or like a $50 fee, I can foresee like, you know, if someone texted me saying, hey, you owe us $50, um, can you please transfer it before we uh, uh, impose a penalty? I'd be like, oh shit, I guess I do. But like if they were like, hey, you owe us $80,000, if you don't pay it up, you will impose a penalty. That's what I don't get. It's like, how the fuck do you scam that many people out of that much money? (laughs) That's pretty insane. How guilty is your conscience that he's like, oh yeah, I really fucked up. Wait, let me me see if I can find out And also, also the part of, the part I'm questioning is DHL? Yeah, what about... Like, 
at what point do people owe DHL that much money? Like, it's not like the CPF. It's not like the freaking like MFA or anything. No, like that. I think it's like more than that. I think it's like it's like oh, that DHL package you sent, whatever contained all these drugs, and we're a government agency. And now you, eh. oh, or something like that. That's I'm trying to figure out what they said. Like I read it somewhere. Um, you know, actually, I think this is related to the news story we read a couple weeks ago about that other sc- the scam as well. Yeah, I think it's coming to light. Yeah, so. <clears throat> So let's see here. Uh, in one case, a 69-year-old... <laughs> <laughs> She's poor now. Yeah. Uh, woman wanted to remit $50,000 to her, quote, relative in China on July 8th. The staff grew suspicious when she could not specify how she was related to the recipient. Uh, the amount was also a huge portion of her life savings of about $70,000, according to the general manager. Upon further questioning, she said she received a phone call from someone claiming that she had a parcel containing illegal arms passports and credit cards sent under her name via DHL to Shanghai. She was told to remit the money if she wanted to clear her name. The caller even taught her what to say when their men's company questions her. Wow. And that's crazy, man. It's like it's like social engineering almost. Like yeah. you you really like prey on guilty consciences or you prey on people that just don't know better by but, like being very convincing. But what is it? Is it that like cuz like that would never hold up in court like if you really did nothing wrong. It's just crazy. It's just crazy that it worked so many times to so much money. And these guys were only arrested because they came into the country to try to withdraw $150,000 from an account in a UOB account. I honestly can't believe that it was only 155 people. Because that's on, that's really an average of 75000 That is just way too much. Also, side <laughs> story. I'm, I'm looking at the same story you are. And like right here on, on the side bookmarked bar. Puppy smuggler chilled for six months. Oh, get that motherfucker! <laughs> anyway, um, puppy smuggler just seems like the most like non badass. Like, like how does he like? He ties a little puppy on his ankle. And walks no, it's to the just airport. like it's just like say he's in prison and like, yo, what you in for, man? Oh man, I snuck some heroin in. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What else I you in for, man? Killed my wife. Killed my wife, man. Got into gang fights. Killed mm-hmm. like three kids. Oh, you bad dog. I I, I, I smuggled puppies. You what? I smuggled. Man, let's buttfuck this motherfucker. <laughs> you a monster. <laughs> puppy smuggling. He's jailed for six what like, months. What is it, like rare puppy breeds that... It's no, You know, animal control is strict in different countries. That and, is true. You know, I'm yeah. sure we have our set of rules like, oh, you're not allowed to bring in what ABC dogs. Um, and they were brought in, I guess. And there you go. Yeah. And that's all the news that's fit to talk about this week. <laughs> Crazy shit, man. It's strange. I, I think... We, we we spoke about it before, but if you have, like, grandparents that are getting into social media and things like that, if they're at that age where they can still kind of use smartphones or whatever, mm-hmm. just make sure to keep that shit unlocked, man. Like, check their inboxes every once in a while. Make sure that they're not, like, talking to some Nigerian prince somewhere. Yeah, and if they want to send $50,000 to someone, stop them! <laughs> it's a lot of money. Jeez. It's, that's, like, that's more money than I make in a long time. Yeah. That's pretty insane. Yeah. Um, but it's so real though. Like I actually know people that have fallen for like those African email really? scams. I know people. I mean, I won't for the for privacy's sake. I won't disclose like how I know this person. Are they old people, older. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not. I mean, they're not our age. They're older people. Yes, no, but they're not like a ninety-year-old grandma. Oh no, 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 no. They're like adults. But they fell for like the these Af- like these like email scams, and they were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be a billionaire." And like a lot of it just ends up getting settled quietly because you don't want to involve the. Um, the authorities into something that is so freaking stupid, you know? 
like a lot of it's also like some shame like oh shit sure. i fell for this i really don't want to tell anybody so in order to keep things quiet they just settle quietly and they lose like tens of thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars it's pretty crazy so um please be careful um especially if you have older parents as well please like warn them because every yeah. once in a while my dad brings up shit over the internet and be like oh you should check this thing out and i look and at it i'm like good. no that's an ad please yep. don't click on that and he'll like he'll send me a link to something and be like hey i wanted to, uh if you see this anywhere help me buy it and check it out and i'm like yeah that's an ad for a fake product that, and you shouldn't click on that anymore because yep. it's probably some kind of Trojan virus. Yep. My so. parents are like that too. They're, they're like that, but they're also like, oh, I read it on the internet. It's real. Yeah. It's true. It has yeah, to be yeah, true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Eating celery stops cancer. My, yeah, Whatever. dude, my mom, especially because like my mom has been getting super into social media and I think like two years ago she discovered... Oh, I'm going to add her. Like two years... No, don't. Like two years ago she discovered like Google. Okay. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Yeah. Which, you know, makes sense. Yeah, my dad's like that too. Yeah. Uh, but like... Everything is bad now. Like everything is radiation. Everything is poisonous. Yeah. Everything can kill me. So like, <laughs> the nagging is just off the chain. Um, but you know, it's 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 all in, it's it, it all comes from a good place. My, my dad's adorable though. He's like, you know, John, if you have any questions, you can just type it into Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, thanks, Dad. I want to hear that conversation. Like I asked my dad just, for like, advice. Be, just be genuinely. Like, oh, really? <laughs> What is this Google? What is this Google that you speak of? <laughs> is some kind of... Is it like a library I can go to? <laughs> no, but I remember like two, two or three years ago, my mom like discovered like that Google is basically like everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it blew her mind. Like I remember she would, she would every, every once in a while she'd say like, oh, you know, you can just Google it. You can just like type it into Google and like, yeah, 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 you can. Yeah, that's what my dad do. Yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. the same. It's, I think it's adorable. <laughs> I think it's so cute. And imagine what our kids are going to say about us. Exactly. In about 30 years when they invent like 3D printed people, women yeah. that are disposable, like we would probably have our minds blown. Like, yeah. Oh no, you know, you don't have to get a girlfriend. <laughs> you can just like 3D print um, a lady and your kids would just be like, uh, yeah, so duh. Back, back in my day, we had to use a thing called Tinder. <laughs> Yeah, the kids will just be like, yeah, uh, like, what duh. Else? What else? You just print it and then you melt them and you print new ones. God, Grandpa, you're so square. Gosh. Because, you know, phrases come back and forth. Oh my gosh. Anyway, that has been the hang of the week. Um, I'm probably in China right now. Uh, He's most definitely in China. I'm most deaf in China. I'm probably playing Overwatch right now. I really want to be playing Overwatch too, though, but I, I have responsibilities. <laughs> I have a country to represent. Fair enough. So <laughs> which, which I learned over the last week. Everyone is basically saying like, do Singapore proud. And I'm like, yeah. Are people going to be dis- distracted by the Olympics? Isn't that something? I'm oh, yeah. No, oh, I don't think we have that many Singaporeans in the Olympics. Oh, actually. really? Isn't yeah. there a swimmer, dude? Uh, I was going to say Jeremy Irons. I don't know why. Yeah, cool. Joseph Schooling. Um, yeah, Joseph Schooling. He, the guy that beat Michael Phelps, yeah. which is pretty mind-blowing. But by the way, we can have a, a whole episode based on the shittiness of the Rio Olympics. There's a whole... It's it's going to be a complete Wait, shit When show. are the Olympics again? Pretty soon. Let me check. Um, but yeah, like there's whole things of like... Are they in August or September? Uh, I believe August. Let me check. Okay. Uh, when... Do... I'm going to Google it. Oh, yeah. You, I think you can find out on the Google... If you just ask it a question, it, it Go tends well. to answer When it. do Olympics start? August 5th. August 5th. Okay, so next episode will probably be very Olympics heavy then. Yep. Like, I tend to be Five a bit days. more... Like, especially, like, Olympics and World Cup. Those two things, mm-hmm. I, I can follow. They're because fun. it's countries. Yeah. I can't follow, like, club soccer. It's just, like, there's too many things. I don't care. Like, EPL, VPL, all that shit. 
I don't know. You're um, just like, oh, the black people are on that team, the white people are on that team. I it's truly, changing these I days, truly don't know. Um, Belgian but, team is like but half with, black. But with the World Cup, it's just easier <laughs> because it's just countries and you and you know how to separate countries in your head. Uh, anyway, that has been Good Hang. Thank you guys very much for listening, for staying all the way through the end, all six of you, uh, for liking it, for sharing it, for following us on Twitter, Instagram, the podcast app of your choice. Whatever it is, just know that we're highly grateful that you're here for it. Yeah, we're now on Instagram. That's new. Follow yeah, us. Yeah, follow us on the IGs. Yeah. Um, we're going to put stuff on there. We, we, you know, you, you created the profile and you put nothing on it. Yeah, I'm really bad at social media. <laughs> like, I opened, I opened it and I was like, you legit... First of all, you took a you took a CMYK photo, so it ended up looking brown. That's why. Yeah. Second thing. No idea. Second thing, um, there was no profile description. There were no links. There was nothing. So I was like, "This looks like a fake account, John." That's why I was like, "I'm gonna get this <laughs> off the ground. I'm gonna let Nathan take care of it." And when you I saw you update, I was like, "Good job, bro." This looks like a fake account. So yeah, uh, it's legit. We're gonna get a check. Spritzed it up a little bit. So uh, we're not gonna get a check. I want a check. I want a blue check. We're not getting a blue check. Feel real. Um. So yeah, check that out. Uh. We'll see you next week. Uh, assuming I won't be in China by next week still Um, and have a great week everybody thanks for the hang thank you for the hang Brody McCumface face